Booker turns, shoots, fires. Shot won't go. Tucker the rebound. And that'll do it. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. You know what I was just thinking, Neil? As we were listening to that intro for the 28th time, that guy, I remember the guy that did the, the, the sound for our intro when like he sent it to me, he, he was so excited about it. Like, I don't know if I ever told you about this, but he was like, he was like, all right, Josh, let's get this going. And then he just like went for it. And then he's like, hope everything's great with you. I'm just like, I yeah. wonder if he actually like speaks like that in real life, you know? That's like, just how he talks every day. He just goes out, he goes on a date, <laughs> speaking like that. What are your interests and hobbies? Do you like long walks on the beach? <laughs> are we going back to my place? Yeah, this is, uh, this is the stuff I think about when I'm alone. I'm alone <laughs> a lot. Let's get a hold of this guy. We need answers. We need to, we're going to have him on one day and we're going to ask him all these questions. All right, we got a fun episode today. We're going to talk the NBA champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk uh, going into this NFL season. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And then we're going to talk the NHL expansion draft, which is tonight. Again, talking about questions that need to be answered. Seattle. Seattle. Coming after your team. But uh, let's get started with uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis pulling off the performance of a lifetime. 50 points. My what was God. it? 17 for 18 from the free throw line, which is like, for Giannis at least, is unheard of. My God. The, the performance that we just witnessed in the NBA Finals this year from Giannis, after what was easily, you know, what could have been a career-altering injury that he had in that series uh, previous with Atlanta, yeah. I think, like... I, you know, I thought we were really quick to wipe out the Milwaukee Bucks after that series. And f- for him to come back and be sprinting and be hustling and be on both ends of the floor, just a defensive and offensive performance that we saw from Giannis is, you know, this will be talked about for a long time. His, even, yeah, his defensive stats last night, like his blocks, some of his blocks were just like unbelievable. Like the way he can just get up like at the drop of a dime to stop a shot. It's just insane. It got to a point where the Phoenix Suns were coming down the floor every time and trying to avoid Giannis, but he was such a large figure on the defensive end that he could not be stopped. No matter where you were on the floor, he was either altering a shot or blocking a shot. Yeah. You know, in that fourth quarter, you know, Devin Booker, I've never seen a player cry as much as Devin Booker had (laughs) with the refs calls. Um, there, I mean, yes, there were some questionable he, calls. He got stuffed multiple times by Giannis. Yeah. PJ yeah. Tucker a couple times, like literally just stripped the ball off of him. And it was, I mean, it was a good, it was a good like turnover, but like obviously Devin Booker was upset about it. Also, Chris Paul, like I, I feel so bad for him, but he did not play well. Mm-hmm. He did not like he, some of his turnovers were just like so unnecessary 
and it wasn't just Chris Paul. There were a lot of unnecessary turnovers in this game, but like, yeah, you got to play better than that in the finals. In in a in an elimination game, in a potential series season ending game, you got to play better than that for sure. But uh, yeah, I know I feel bad for Chris Paul. Did you think that the Bucks were going to win this game? They won four in a row. They had the you know s- sort of sweep in this series, winning four yeah. games after going down o two. I similar I, to the Raptors in the Milwaukee series. Yeah, a couple years ago. Exactly, right? exactly. I'm I'm mean, I'm sure the Milwaukee Bucks fans and their players are thinking about that series where they they were up two games and then lost four games in a row to our Toronto Raptors. And uh, yeah, no, they. I I knew they were going to win this game. I knew the Bucks were going to close it out, especially when it's at home, and they have you know their their fan base behind them in the building with them. I knew they were going to close it out. I was hoping that it was going to go to a game seven. I knew I was going to be working for the game seven, so I didn't really. I mean, I, I would have preferred to watch them win, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I I knew they were the Bucks were going to win this game. They had the momentum with them, and the Suns like. At points in this game, just look defeated. Just look like, yeah, they they their heads weren't in it, their spirits weren't in it. Man, this was the Bucks game to the lose. The Bucks scored 105 points in this game. 105. Giannis had 50. 50 points. 14 boards, five blocks, and he went 17 for 19 from the floor. 17 for 19. Okay. I. I was giving him a little too much credit when I said 17 for 18. He scored 33 of his 50 points in the second half. 33 you know he like, saw it he saw the championship he saw it was within his reach and he's like there's no turning back now we're not going to phoenix for game seven he doesn't have Giannis doesn't have the same sort of level of hype as someone like a kobe or jordan or lebron he doesn't have that same sort of star hype you don't Probably think Giannis does because he plays in milwaukee you know milwaukee's uh like not the same sort of market as in la or even a Chicago. Yeah, you know, it's not the same have... sort of market, but Giannis himself, he's a two-time he's league a star, MVP. Like, but he he's... doesn't have the same sort of... He doesn't draw the same sort of crowd, I think. You know, who, like, who would you get more excited in seeing? Giannis or Kobe Bryant? Or Michael Jordan? Or I mean, okay, James? yeah, but Giannis is only 26 right now. Like, he's he's got a, a long... He just signed a max yeah. extension. Like, he's now the, the highest-paid player in NBA history. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Does this turn around um, the narrative of Milwaukee is not a big, a big city sports team? Does this turn around the narrative now? Is I is Milwaukee think it does. the team I think, to beat? I you know a lot can be said when I look at this run that the Milwaukee Bucks had in the playoffs. You know there was a lot of doubt. You know a lot a lot had to be riding on Giannis's back yeah. for this series and. Giannis coming in and and whether he was healthy or not, without Giannis they would not be anywhere close to, no. to winning the championship. No. That being said, without injuries to star players on Brooklyn, without injuries to star players on LA, on both sides of LA. Yeah. You know this could be a very. We mentioned earlier when we did other episodes of this podcast that injuries have really been the storyline of the NBA playoffs. Of the whole season, of the whole yeah. season, right? So, who knows? Like, what could it be? What could be over the next few years? But I think you know, next year, Milwaukee will not compete for a championship. They'll probably make the playoffs, but with a stacked lineup like Brooklyn, if they're healthy, fuck I think, man, like 
I think Milwaukee still makes it pretty far in the playoffs. I think they're they're a good team. They're, it's going to be pretty much the exact same team next year. A lot of them are still under contract. Um, like your PJ Tucker even like got traded mid season and he's not going to go anywhere else. Like this is his PJ best. PJ Tucker should of... retire. He probably should still, retire. He, should he probably retire. should. But uh, yeah, no, he's a physical presence that Milwaukee needs. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, this was not Brooklyn's year because of how. Their whole season, I think the the big three only played like seven games together the entire season, and then uh, with the injury to Kyrie, the injury to Harden in the postseason, like this was not their year. Like KD can only carry a team so far, um, and they don't have the depth, and that's that's what they need to bulk up with in the off season is just some some depth. But uh, yeah, no, it wasn't their year. I think next year, if we see a healthy Brooklyn, I think we see Brooklyn in the finals. From the east side, at least. Um, but yeah, no. If if you have a healthy Lakers, a healthy Clippers, like yeah, this this final could look a lot different. But this season, like the story of the season was was injuries, like you yeah. said, which is un- unfortunate for other teams, but fortunate for the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks because they now won a championship. The argument will always be made that like if injuries didn't happen what the end of the season would look like. People are still making what, arguments what about the been. Raptors. Yeah, about, about KD's injury, yeah. Clay's injury. Like, oh, like even like they'll interview Clay or KD now and they'll say like if you guys were healthy, would you have won that championship? And they're like, "Oh yeah, Raptors wouldn't have stand, stood a chance." I disagree. I think the Raptors were a better team. He's still upset even even after they won the championship. Yeah. Right? Like shut but, the fuck up. Uh another storyline that came out of this playoffs uh, this playoff series is Chris Paul. And this is another playoff collapse from Chris Paul. You know, uh, over the course of his career, you know, Chris Paul's earned a reputation as one of the best point guards. He's the point in, guard. In the lead, you know. However, you know, he's gained a bit of a reputation in losing leads in playoff series. And unfortunately, you know, this is another year where Chris Paul, a Chris Paul led team, collapsed in the playoffs. You know, after going up 2 nothing over Milwaukee in the series in the first two games in Phoenix, Phoenix then proceeded to drop four games in a row to Milwaukee. You know, this is the fourth time in his career that Chris Paul has lost after going up 2 nothing yep. in a series. You know, he's the first player ever to blow four series leads like that. You know, it happened in 2008 against the Spurs. It happened in 2013 when he went two up. Who was he playing with in 2008? Uh, the Clippers. Clippers, yeah. Okay. And then 2013, he went up 2 nothing against the Grizzlies, still with the Clippers. Yeah. 3-1, he was up against the Rockets in 2015. Lost that series, up 3-1. He was against the Blazers in 2016 when he had a broken hand. Right, right. I remember that. He was up 3-2 against the Warriors in 2018. Then he was up 2 nothing this year against the Bucks. I You just got to feel for him, right? Like, he's been in this spot so many times. It looked like he might finally be able to like go over that hump, you know, that he's been trying to this entire time. But he's heading into his seventeenth season next year. I don't think he's gonna have a chance like this ever again. No, I think the reason, as as much as I hate to say it, and I, as much as I love this Phoenix Suns team, the reason they were in the finals was because of injuries to other teams. And same could be said for the Milwaukee Bucks, but. Yes, the reason I don't think, yeah, like you said, next season the Phoenix Suns will not be in in the finals conversation. They're a good team. Devin Booker is a is a great young player, 
like he was told by Kobe Bryant to be legendary. And that's like, you know, the narrative that's always around Devin Booker. Um, DeAndre Ayton's an amazing center. And this team is going to do great things. But um, I don't know. Maybe not with Chris Paul. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. It was a great acquisition. You know, Booker and Chris Paul, when they joined first forces on Phoenix, they even reached out to Jay Crowder. They sent him a text saying, hey, we need you. We need you because he went to the finals with Miami last year. And yeah, he, he was. Yeah. He was. So he's got that championship DNA, but he also has that championship losing DNA. Right? That's so the thing. Miami he struggled in the fourth quarter as well. Countless open looks that Jay Crowder had. There were so many open looks. And not just from Crowder. Devin Booker had so many open looks. And just couldn't capitalize on them. Couldn't do it. It wasn't falling for them, you know. And they just looked lost on the offensive side. You know, they were lucky that Milwaukee had some lost possessions in that fourth quarter that kept it close. But fuck, man. Like, even after they stormed back in the second quarter to to outscore, I think they outscored Milwaukee by 23 points in the second quarter. Yeah. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. They were down by 13 and they came back. And yet... Here we are talking about how the Phoenix Suns couldn't get it done. Where do the Milwaukee Bucks go from here? They're going to keep the same team. I don't. I don't think um, there's not much they're going to do this offseason. Maybe like some small. Like maybe we'll we'll see PJ Tucker move to make some cap space. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think this is going to. This team is going to change all too much. I want to talk about what the Phoenix Suns are going to do. Especially with Chris Paul, because does Chris Paul stay in this offseason? Or does he try and go to another team again and try and win another champion? Well, win a championship. So apparently he's not considering retirement. He's 36. I don't know if he can continue playing at the level that we're used to seeing Chris Paul play at. You know, and I don't know if we can see continued, you know, like sustained performance, you know, sustained elevated performance especially in the playoffs you have to elevate your performance in the playoffs 100 you know he might be a starter this year but after this year he might not be a starter i think he's still a starter he might be a rotational player a la a vince carter the way he got to later in his career yeah but vince carter played until he was like 41 also keep in mind point guards don't play that late into their career you know you don't see po- you don't see 40 year old point guards around the league yeah fair now that I think about it, unless, you know, Kyle Lowry's going to play until he's 40. Kyle Lowry play until he's 49 years old. <laughs> Absolutely. That man is made of rocks. He's, uh, yeah. Well, we won't talk too much about what the Raptors are going to do, but yeah, no, I think what Kyle, if... Kyle Lowry, if you're listening, I'm going to start my own D-League team. You can sign sign with me, buddy. I'll keep you until wow. you're 50. Just throw him on there. I mean, yeah, he will for sure want to play until he's 50. And I do believe Kyle Lowry is listening right now. You I know, do believe he is too. Yeah, he has a burner account that he um, he signs in on and, and listens to us. Yeah, 100%. He probably follows us on Instagram on one of his burner accounts. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I totally believe that. Some crazy eight. A lot of these star point guards in the league are getting older right now. You know, Steph Curry's going to be 34 this year. I think Kyle Lowry's going to be 35 this year. Chris yeah, but if Paul, we're seeing, 36. we're not seeing any decline from Steph Curry. Like, if anything, he's getting better with age. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many how many years do you see out of Steph though. I think he's gonna play for a while. I think he's 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 has no signs of slowing down at least for now. So I think he's he's got years left in him, years and years left in him. 
Um, also, another thing I want to talk about from last night. Can we can we stop giving the, the championship, the Larry O'Brien trophy, to the owners first? I can think of no better buzzkill than having a team celebrate and be so excited to lift it and then giving it to the old rich white guys that bought the team a couple years ago and maybe have gone to five or six games and we give them the trophy and they lift it and the players are just standing awkwardly behind them. Yeah, I know. That's not good for optics. I get that, like, yes, they're the team owners and, like, we have to acknowledge that, but, like, for optics at least, there's no better buzzkill than giving it to the owners before the players. Hockey does it right. Hockey does it right. That's one thing Gary Bettman has done really well, you know, is... The one thing. one thing (laughs) that he's done really well is... Give the trophy to the captain of the team that won the fucking Stanley Cup. Yeah. You and know? then he lifts it. And as soon as he lifts it, everyone goes crazy. Yeah. But th- did you see how awkward that trophy ceremony was last night? It's always awkward. Same thing with the NFL. NFL does it too. You know, MLS does it too. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so not weird. Like, it, it's not like the fucking owner put his blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into the finals, guarding Chris Paul, guarding Devin Booker. It's not like the owner almost sustained a torn MCL and played through it. Yeah, It's not like the owner did that. You know, the, All the owner did was cut the check. Yeah, that's it. He didn't earn anything. You know what I mean? The players earned it. So it's only fitting that the trophy, like to your point, it's only fitting that the trophy goes to the person that earned it the most and then they can dictate if they want to hand it to the owner or not right after who they want to hand it to yeah exactly yeah they they work so hard to get to it you know at least give them the dignity and the respect that's needed here you know what i mean it's a little thing called a trophy you know it's something they worked the entire season for they put their bodies through no yeah i agree it's it, it was such an awkward ceremony it was it was just yeah if that was my team which it, it, I mean, besides the Raptors, it, it never will be. But um, yeah, no, that would just make me angry. No, obviously, I think, you know, that it should go to the players. You know, Giannis earned it. But, um, you know, I, I feel like Giannis, we're only scraping the surface here. He's played for eight years already since he was 18, since he was a little baby face kid. Did you see the picture that they put up last night of like him it's, when he started? To... It's so funny. I still remember that clip of um i forget who it was but there was a player that asked that was sitting on the bench i was so mesmerized when Giannis made his his um debut performance in the league and he asked he's like he asked Giannis, he's like yo how old are you and Giannis is like i'm 18 and after Giannis scampered away (laughs) (laughs) i'm 18 (laughs) (laughs) when Giannis, Giannis scampered away um I think it was it was Reggie Evans. Okay. And it was when Reggie Evans is like, "Damn, that kid is not 18. Like he is built." Yeah. And of course, like Giannis continued to grow and put on muscle over he's the years. He's bulked up quite a bit since Dude, then. He's only 26 years old. He's 26. Basketball players usually start to peak between 26 and 29. So he's only entering his prime right now, which is fucking scary. There's That's so much more scary. room for improvement. I mean, if this guy can have a bona fide, nothing to take away from Chris Middleton, but Chris Middleton's trash. Like, he is no. <laughs> you just said, 
Nothing to take away from Chris Middleton. <laughs> I'm not trying to bash. But Chris. you're shit. This isn't a segment to bash Chris Middleton, <laughs> but he isn't. A, he isn't a Robin to to Giannis's Batman. I, who else would be? That's I what I'm Chris saying. M- I'm saying like Giannis needs a bona fide Batman to his Robin. He needs a bona fide second scorer. You know, if I think he, that's Chris Middleton, in my opinion. Oh man, if if how many points did Chris Middleton have last night? He's a clutch player. He put out some clutch shots. He's like, I'm not going to put him in the same category as Dame Lillard, but like he's your player that you want with the ball at the end of the game. The reason the Raptors were able to spank around the Milwaukee Bucks for four games in a row is because they figured out how to guard Giannis. If they do, if Milwaukee wants to contend for the next couple of years, they have to find a bona fide second scorer. And Chris Milton's not it. Chris Milton's a he's a solid scorer. You know, it might be a little harsh for me to say he's trash, but from, <laughs> you know, like he's not. I mean, he's not like, something that defenses will look to to have to shut down. And you know, I don't understand why Phoenix didn't follow the same game plan that the Raptors did a few years ago when they you know clamped down on on Giannis and kind of forced him into jump shots. Who would shut down Giannis though? On well, on not Frank sides. Kaminsky. I'll tell I mean, you that. Yeah, no, he, he's not the option there. But, but um, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Do you remember hearing the story? Have you ever heard the story about um, what happened after they after the Raptors went down two games in that series? Nick Nurse came into the locker room and like, we got to change things up. And Kawhi just spoke up and he's like, I'm ge- I'm guarding Giannis now. That's how we're going to change things up. <laughs> and then they went on to win four games. Yeah. If you put Kawhi Leonard on Giannis, he's probably not going to be the same player. And we saw that. Yeah, Frank Kaminsky is not the answer, man. No, no, they didn't figure out Giannis. That that was the Phoenix was Suns the need to figure out their backup center situation. Like that's there's no nothing around it. You know, they had DeAndre Ayton, and then after DeAndre Ayton, it falls off a cliff. Yeah, Frank Kaminsky shouldn't even be in the NBA. <laughs> he had a decent game last night. He he threw up, I think six points which was like i think the stat was that was more than he put up in the previous five games so like he had a decent game last night but no i agree he's not the answer frank the tank kaminsky frank the tank kaminsky but tank is in a bad way this time let's move on to uh yeah some questions that need to be answered in this nfl offseason we saw cam Akers is now done for the season before the season has even started with the torn acl he really posted, really sad news actually yeah he posted um a thank you i guess you want to call it to the fans or like a like a message to the fans about like what yeah just like him being sorry and him being sad and him saying he's going to come back stronger which is like you know the template of of what players say usually when they get injured but um yeah no you gotta feel for him it sucks because you know at the end of last season rams top rusher cam Akers was starting to break out you know it was his rookie season last year you know we saw him put up a few hundred yard games and like he he looked like a star in the making you know, he looked like he would be the new bell cow, similar to like Todd Gurley, what we saw in his first year with um, first couple years with the Rams. You know, Cam Akers looked like someone who could catch the ball and who could run the ball proficiently, you know. Yeah. So um, he looked like a prolific pass rusher, you know. I'm sorry, pass catcher and rusher. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, with this going down, he especially in fantasy drafts, he was expected to be a top 15 draft pick. 100%. Cam Akers, 
Cam Akers. He was one of my keepers in uh, in in one of my leagues, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to change that. Yeah, but um, you haven't submitted your keepers yet, have you? This is a this is why you don't do drafts this early in the season, right? Like we have most of our NFL fantasy drafts coming up at mid to late August. The season doesn't start until September. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna continue to see over the next few weeks some more players, players being injured being injured and that's going to affect your draft right so i just i even, feel for any drafts that have happened already even like signings and like trades and stuff like that like yeah if, if you're if you're a player if you have a draft and you take i don't know a, a dak prescott i'm not saying dak prescott's going to get traded but like if he were to get traded to a team and become like a almost like a backup or, or s- struggling for that starting position like that's not who you want in your starting quarterback position like so, yeah, you always want to have your draft right before the season starts. Right before. Did you hear the news about Tom Brady playing last year with a torn, torn MCL? Torn MCL, yeah. The entire season? And winning the Super Bowl? I mean, I could think of nothing more Tom Brady-esque than, than that story. I don't know how much I, bl- I read into that. I know he had surgery immediately after the, the finals, but... Do you believe that he actually played with the torn MCL? I just hate Tom Brady so much. Oh, I don't yeah, believe 100%. a single word he says. Did you see um, his comment uh, when when the Bucks visited the White House? Did you see? I think what, what did he say? He said, um, "At the start of the season, not a lot of people thought we could win. In fact, a lot of people still think we didn't win. And there, I hear there are still forty percent that believe we didn't win. And I'm sure you know a lot about that, Mr. President." alluding to the fact that Trump supporters still don't think that Biden won. Apparently, you know, uh, you know, Tom Brady has like a, a small relationship with Trump too, which is pretty funny, you know, that we would hear him crack a joke like that. Yeah. Cause he is a, expense. he's a Trump supporter. So I mean like he, yeah, yeah. the fact that he said that was uh, pretty funny. And then there's the news about Aaron Rodgers. What the heck is going to happen with him? Like the season's coming up. The season's coming up. I don't know. I I don't even think Aaron Rodgers knows what he's going to do this year. But he was offered an extension with the Green Bay Packers, which would make a two-year him extension the highest-paid player in the league. Aaron Rodgers is thirty-seven years old. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah, he's fucking thirty-seven years old. But he's Aaron Rodgers. You know, like he was offered a two-year extension to, to make him earn like 43 million dollars a year and he said nah i ain't about that life aaron Rodgers is so fucking caught up in his own head that like it's just out of control right now if i were the green bay packers i'd move on from this you know like you're yeah you're in a you're in a spot now where you're at aaron Rodgers' mercy like he should not it should never come to this. It should never be you on your knees begging a player to play. You know, if Aaron Rodgers has this we spoke about it before. Aaron Rodgers, if you in the slightest way, you know, rub Aaron Rodgers the wrong way, he will disown you. Just ask his family. <laughs> you bring that up so often. Cuz it's Aaron Rodgers. This is yeah. what he does. Who does that? You know, he doesn't he hasn't spe- spoken to his brother or his parents or Anyone in his family in years. Yeah. Who knows what that reason was? Maybe they didn't fucking cook the turkey right for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but Just whatever. walks up in the middle of the meal. That's it. You're all done. Yeah, this is this turkey's dry. <laughs> We're done here. 
walks out of the fucking house. They offer him an extension. He turns it down. That's that's the Aaron Rodgers way. Have you seen that clip with, with the kid and the dad during Thanksgiving dinner where the dad's like, you're not part of the family anymore. And then the kid's like, I'm not part of the family. And then flips the table over. That's the you Aaron Rodgers. That? That's Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Rodgers right there. That's literally him. When Jordan Love was drafted, Aaron Rodgers is like, I'm not the only good quarterback here anymore. Flips they... <laughs> the table over. And that was what everyone asked him, right? As soon as, like, after that draft. Like, it was also like, I don't know, you got to kind of put yourself in Aaron Rodgers' position. Like, you know, as, as if you're Aaron Rodgers, you know you have years and years of good football left in you. And for your team to go out and draft with their first pick, draft a quarterback, mm-hmm. like, what does that say to you? As, and well, your Aaron Rodgers has like come out on record and said that one of his issues with the team is that general manager Brian Guttenkunst. I, f- I feel like I'm butchering that name. I feel like we need to keep, I, I, I I'm not well, even gonna try. GM Brian failed to give him advance notice that they were gonna trade up to the, in the draft to draft a quarterback. Yeah, and you got to keep him. If you, you know, if you've seen if we've learned anything from the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner, you got to keep your quarterback in the loop. You gotta, you gotta let your quarterback know what it is you're doing. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. Like at 37, Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't want to play for the Green Bay Packers, you know, there's talks about Denver wanting to to reach out and try and make a trade for him. There's talks about other teams looking into this as well. I think Aaron Rodgers is best suited just retiring and no. being the host of Jeopardy. You know? Okay, yes, yes. If if you were to retire and be the host of Jeopardy, I don't think a lot of people would be mad about it. But um yeah, no, I think we're seeing like a Peyton Manning situation where there's there's in Peyton Manning's case there wasn't animosity, but you know, he went to another team late in his career and he succeeded or, you know, in another team. Aaron Rodgers isn't if he's not going to leave the NFL, he needs to at the very least leave leave the AFC. You know, so the Pittsburgh Steelers can have a chance. Oh, that's 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 what you wanted there. I was wondering why you were saying that, but little did I know that the Steelers fan Neil came out strong. Just get the hell out of the AFC. Yeah, I don't. I think he will stay with the Green Bay Packers. I really do. Um, How do you decline that amount of money, though? I don't understand. I don't know, and like I don't know what how the Packers will approach the situation now that he turned down that much money. Maybe offer him because they offered him a two year contract. Maybe offer him a one year contract. Well, we'll know very soon what he's going to be doing because uh, training camp opens on the twenty seventh in six days. We don't know if he's going to report on that day. We're going to see, but you know this is a big story coming out of the NFL because this could really impact Green Bay's performance this year and. Another thing, Devontae Adams is a free agent after the season. Just saying. Man, they've got some offensive weapons. And the fact that Aaron Rodgers doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. They don't have enough, though. Who, who's the 1A or, or even option 2 in, in that wide receiver core? Alan Lazard. Trash. He's still pretty young, though. He's not that good, though. Yeah, He's not but consistent. he... he well, he was injured for most of last year. Yeah, I'll give it to him. He did his best, you know, what he could do last year. But again, like he's, you know, you see teams like Tennessee loading up on Julio Jones and AJ Brown so and Derrick Henry. Could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers had that sort of core to work with? I mean, how old is Tannehill? Tannehill's what? 
Yeah, I guess he's still pretty he's young. Like 36 or 37 now as well. What if they just make a switch? Tannehill for Rodgers. Tannehill is a great game manager, though. You know, like. But he's no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You can't put Tannehill in the same conversation as Aaron Rodgers. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers goes to Tennessee. Are we calling it right now? Are they going to make a switch? Aaron no, Rodgers? It would make no sense for Tennessee to do that. It would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense for them to do that. What are you talking about? But that sort of super team is something that dreams are made of. Can you imagine, though, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Tennessee? Because Tannehill, I don't think Tannehill is going to lead them to a championship. I think Aaron Rodgers leads them to a championship. I don't know. That trio. You can put as many many offensive weapons in front of Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. I don't think Tannehill gets it done. I think if you put Aaron Rodgers over there, oh, my God. I'm just thinking about how good that team would be. All right, if you're if you're doing this, why not put Mahomes on Tennessee then, you know, and see where that goes? Well, Mahomes is not go- leaving <laughs> KC. Like I'm talking about actual situations that could happen. Let's put Aaron Rodgers in Kansas City. Why don't we just do a swap there? Swap Mahomes to come over <laughs> to Green Bay and get it done there. No, I think I think Mahomes isn't going anywhere. But no, uh, obviously not. He signed for the next twelve to fifteen years. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that Tennessee-Green Bay trade sounds pretty good for both teams. All right, let's move on here. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> we have the expansion draft. Seattle Kraken coming into the league, coming into the NHL. And the expansion draft is tonight at 8 p.m. We're going to find out. I mean, I mean, they already know what their team is going to look like. 32nd team, I think? 31st? 32nd. 32nd. I think uh, Vegas was the 31st. Okay. I think that. Seattle's the 32nd but um yeah no they submitted their team this morning and we're gonna find out who are who they're stealing from other teams tonight um there was a video I know I mentioned it to you before before we started recording today but I didn't want to tell you who like what the video said until we were on uh on the show but there was a video that got leaked as to who what player they're taking specifically from the Toronto Maple Leafs um, they they did like a funny like I don't know it's Seattle Kraken like as is if what we saw was a true video and not just like a mock thing they're doing like a cool reveal for all of their all of their picks and so they were in like a fish market and a guy like caught a fish from over like a stand and the fish had attached to it one of the picks and so the host like after the fish was caught the host grabbed it and the pick was do you have a guess as to who they're taking I think from? It was, I think it's gonna be McCann from the Leafs James McCann was it McCann or um, Kerfoot it was Kerfoot yeah um, so I don't know if this I don't know if this video is true I don't know if there's any legitimacy to it but TSN and Sportsnet and you know ESPN seem to think that this is a legitimate video so I guess we're gonna find out tonight but um, it was someone recording like on their phone, like off to the side. Um, and they, it was like a, a whole production. Like there were cameras there, there were like lights there. And this this was like, the guy was holding a microphone that said NHL on it. So I mean, like, I don't know. I think, you know, the move that, that um, the Maple Leafs made a week and a half ago to acquire James McCann is very strategic. Jared McCann? Jared McCann? Jer- Jared? Jared. Jared McCann? Jared McCann. To acquire McCann. McCann. I think it was, you know... It was super strategic because, number one, yeah, he is unprotected. So there's a great chance that he, he can be selected by And they gave away the nothing Kraken. for him. They gave away they gave nothing. gave away nothing. Yeah. Or, you know, in a second way of viewing this, if they lose Kerfoot, which is a high chance of it happening, 
then they have McCann to fill Kerfoot's spot. They have McCann. So yeah. they just acquired another Kerfoot, probably to pay him less money than Kerfoot earns. I think yeah. McCann's only paid two two point nine or something a year. And he's a good player. Like great. He played really well with the Penguins last year. Yeah. I have no idea why the Penguins made that trade. Maybe they figured they were gonna leave him unprotected anyways. But Yeah, or maybe they have some cap space problems. But I can you know, between uh Travis Dermott, Kerfoot and McCann, one of those three are going to be gone. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Ron Francis, who used to play with the Leafs for a couple seasons, who is now the general he manager did, of the Kraken. He did. he did play for the Leafs, yeah. Let's hope he has some mercy on his former team. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but, yeah, I think the, the Leafs fans can, can sleep soundly knowing that most of their stars are protected. And I think any any part of this expansion draft will give the opportunity, give the Leafs the opportunity to better their team. Uh, speaking of unprotected stars, yeah, I was excited to talk about this, and I think I know what it is you're going to talk about. Are you going to talk about Carey Price? Carey Price. Let's talk about Carey Price. What and is happening? What what is happening right now with Carey Price? This is the is this biggest... another Mark Andre Fleury scenario where, you know, Mark Andre Fleury started off the Vegas franchise, but he was not and is not paid as much as Carey Price is. Um, I think for for the Canadians to do this, to for him to for Carey Price to waive his no move clause leaves him unprotected. But I think this is just the biggest flex that you could possibly think of. Like I don't think Seattle's gonna take on that contract. I do think it would be smart for them to take on that contract because like this is this is the player of a lifetime. Like this is who you build your team around. I'm not seeing any legitimate arguments as to why Seattle should not take Carey Price. They've got a blank slate right now. They signed some players. They signed uh Chris Drager, 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 and then they signed Adam Larson this morning to a $4 million contract, which is way too much for Adam Larson to get, be getting paid. But, um, yeah, no. You've got pretty much a blank slate. And why wouldn't you take Harry Price? You just saw what he did in the playoffs. If you want your team to be good or great, why wouldn't you take Harry Price? I don't know. What are your thoughts? I don't think they're going to take him, man. I, I just don't. I can't see a world where Carey Price, I, I mentioned it, you know, his playoff performance aside, I mentioned it before, He his, his performance has been declining over the last several seasons in the regular season. Declining. To the point where the Montreal Canadiens went out last offseason and acquired Jake Allen. Now they're stuck with this massive contract. The salary cap next year is going to be 81.5. If you've got 10.5 of that going to your okay goalie who's stellar. You think Carey Price is still an okay goalie? I think he's an okay goalie. You don't think he's a great goalie? You don't think he's one of the one greatest? One playoff performance is great. You know what I mean? He, he sold me on that I'm talking about one playoff performance. Yes, he's had a bad season, but it was also an injury-riddled season mm-hmm. for him. I think he's still a great goalie. I don't. I can't see him. Who's being the, okay? Who's the player that Seattle goalie. builds their team around then? Who's the player that they pick in this in this draft? Who's their Mark Andre Fleury? Like it doesn't they, have to be a goalie. I'm not they saying already, it has to be a goalie. They're already going after. They already s- technically signed Dreger from Florida. Yeah. 
I and they signed Adam to, Larson this morning. I believe they're to not, be the, I think they're going to go after someone like Tarasenko. I think Tarasenko does get drafted, but is Tarasenko a player you build your franchise Or Landeskog. Okay, Landeskog could be the player. The how captain. Old is, how old is Landeskog? The captain of Colorado is available in this in this draft. Yeah. How old is Landeskog? How old is he? Yeah. Uh, he's got to be in his late twenties. I know. I I'm, I'm I feel like I feel I maybe just because he's a captain, but I think he's a little bit older. Is he not? No, he's twenty nine. Oh, that's it. Yeah. He was born in 1992. I still think, you know, like, if you're going to build a franchise around it, start with a captain first. Carey Price could easily be your captain. But Carey Price, just for, you know, comparison's sake, when the Las Vegas Golden Knights selected Marc-Andre Fleury, he was a year younger than Carey Price is right now. Right now. For the Kraken to select him. So, you know, it is comparison. The only reason I would say that... Seattle shouldn't take him is because of the um, contract that Carey Price brings with him. He just signed that contract too. Like I feel like pretty recently. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it could be a win-win if both teams don't pick him. You know, because much of the Caps, you know, like problem right now is a lot of teams have a lot of contracts to dish out. Kraken have a lot, you know, a lot of contracts to dish out right now and to pay, especially if they, if they sign a bunch of young and upcoming, you know, could be stars, they're going to have to pay a lot of these players in two or three years. So, okay. I'm just going to interrupt you. We got breaking news on the shoot your thought podcast that Seattle Kraken are passing on Carey Price. They will not select Carey Price in this expansion draft. No surprise so, there. <laughs> no surprise there. You won that argument, fine. Yeah. They will not go for Carey Price, so they're going to build their franchise around someone else. But I'm excited to see what it is they're going to do tonight at we'll 8 know, p.m. Yeah, we'll know tonight at 8 p.m. We will know what's going to happen tonight. We're going to tune in. It's going to be fun to talk about on our next episode. But, uh, yeah, that wraps up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be tuned in as well tonight. So uh, excited to talk We're about it next talking week. Talking more cracking next week. Have a yeah. good week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 